Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. You sound awful, Billy. Thank you. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning to you. God bless football. Happy Thanksgiving week, huh? Yeah, happy Thanksgiving week to you. Uh, It's one of my favorite weeks on the calendar, if not my favorite week on the calendar. What is your favorite week? Why? Why are you saying that? It's not your favorite week on the calendar. Wait, why? But if I said it wasn't my favorite week on the calendar, you would say it is my favorite week on the calendar. No. Why are you telling me what my favorite week on the calendar is? Because Masters Week is your favorite week on the calendar. There's March Madness. It's your favorite week. Super Bowl week. It's like my 10th favorite week on the calendar. Listen, Billy knows me better than I know me. I I got it. Look, to your credit, all right? It's Stu Guys' defense. Not that anyone is going against you right now. But (laughs) it's good to have the attitude in your head that this is my favorite week. Because then every week is going to be a good week if you're like, you know what? This is my favorite week. Even though it isn't. Who am I to tell you, no, this isn't your favorite week? Let you live your life like today's your favorite day and this is your favorite week. But you just told me it wasn't. I know. It's my fault. And I'm apologizing for that. I'm taking joy away from you. Okay. So you're never going to do it again? I don't know about that. (laughs) You do it to me all the time. But but by the way, you should apologize because you're right. I'm not even certain it's in my top 10 favorite weeks of the year. It's a good week, though. It it's a great a week. week. Short a, week. My, my favorite short week on the calendar. Is that really? Eh, you really? know what? I'm not going to fight you on this. It's Wednesday morning. And Stugatz, this is another thing everyone gives you crap for. And I don't know yeah. that anyone's picked up on it yet. You get a lot of crap every day, basically, about how awful you sound. And you've now pointed out to me 
that I sound horrible, which yes. is fine. I don't care, but I'm starting to kind of get it. It, it is early. It's kind of cold and I can't get the phlegm out of me. I don't know what's going on today. Right. So, so I'm the one along with Dan and Greg Cody, like we have to do the bulk of the talking. First off, I never, listen, I'll just let it out right here on God bless football. Okay. I didn't sign up for a morning show. All of, all of a sudden, we're doing a morning show. I mean, <laughs> I've been doing afternoons and middays my entire life, and all of a sudden, I'm sitting in there at 7.30 in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, being asked to talk for five consecutive hours, and then talk more in the afternoon, and then talk more at night, and then talk more the next morning, and I'm mixing medications. I'm trying to find the right combination for well, my synthroid. No. I don't want to do a morning show. Let, the, let doctors <laughs> tell you what to do. Don't take it upon okay. yourself to decide. With the combination. I just okay. drank from a bottle of water and I had a hair come in my mouth and I don't know where it came from. Oh my God. God bless football. You sound terrible. Thank you. <laughs> you really do. I've never sounded better. That's yeah, a little temp. I like a certain temperature in the room. I like my chair at a certain level. Mm. I, I'm doing this from home. I have everything set the way I like it. I get to the studios. I'm in a chair that's too tall, a room that's too cold. It's eight in the morning. I've driven for an hour and a half. I mean, mm. enough is enough. Yeah, sorry. God bless our show. I mean, I'm being very thankful right now. It's a little, little comfy. How about this? You want some good news? I'll tell you some good news right now. What's that? You don't know it? So every week we tell you about the daily fantasy uh, league that we have for DraftKings, right? And the contest that yeah. we do every week. And every week I tell you, this is my week. This is my week. And then I, you know, inevitably finish like 800th or 900th place, right? Yes. Yeah. Last week, I told you my goal was to finish in the top 500. Last yeah. week, I finished in the money. Low in the money, but in the money. I finished in the wow. top 200. And wow. I'll tell you this much. Strategy be damned. Everything out the window last week. Last week was straight up. This starts in a couple of hours. It's panic time. I need to put a roster together. Didn't second guess or doubt anything. Now that Good. I look back, shouldn't have taken Trevor Lawrence. But it was a financial thing at the time. Still somehow worked out. Don't know how it did. I think this may be my new strategy. Just do like, it panic time. Like it. Listen, I don't feel like I'm gambling unless I am putting my bets in in the last second. Hmm. <laughs> like, okay? Unless I am flirting with the like if I'm not if I'm not flirting with perhaps not getting the bet in on time, I don't feel like I'm gambling. And it's the same with daily fantasy. I got to get my team in like right before it kicks off. You got to see who's injured, who's active, who's not active. You got to find out all the information and then you have to be in a rush to put your team in. I did that last week, Billy. I won $8. I, wow. I, won, I won eight bucks. How about that? I, I, only, huh? I only won six, but I still won six. And if you want to compete against us, go to dkng.co slash Levitard's Last week, yeah. I got the text. Got the text from Chris Whittingham that said, "I can't sign in. It's already full. We're sold out. I couldn't really? get in on time." Yeah. Congratulations to us. God bless our listeners. God bless us, huh? Yeah. God bless. <laughs> and God bless DraftKings. God bless DraftKings. Our best friends. Yes. Exciting uh, show today, huh? New college football rankings. We can get to in a little bit. Yeah, new college football rankings. We're going to break them down with uh, with Smetty. Uh, so we have that. Uh, Golick is going to join us like he usually does. We got mm. all kinds of stuff here on God Bless Football as we head into a Thanksgiving weekend. Billy, I will tell you, and I want to say it right up front to the audience, my apologies. That's to you guys. It's the worst week I've ever had gambling. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to make up for it this week. Okay. And this is coming from someone who started the season 0 at 16. Last week was dreadful. 
dreadful. But I haven't had many bad weeks. They've been mostly good weeks. Mm. And so I'm hopeful that I can uh, turn it around this week. But uh, God bless you, Billy, for finishing in the money. I'm super proud of you, man. If you don't turn it around, should we look for a new uh, kind of gambling person to give us your Stu Gots picks? Yeah, sure. Yeah. How should we do it? Zip recruiter, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> this is me saying, hey, zip recruiter. What a smooth transition, Billy. <laughs> yes, I believe that if I have a bad week, we should hire someone to make my picks. That's what I believe we should do. If you want to hire someone to make your picks for you, ZipRecruiter finds top talent for you. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash 2 ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. <laughs> You're an asshole. Stu Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Sugats, you know what happened last night. What, with the playoff? There's a path now. Oh, there's a path. She's very excited. There's a path. Smetty is super. She is giddy this morning. Like, Smetty is, is Smetty smitten. will describe. She is smitten, right? <laughs> but well done, Billy. Uh, Smetty, explain to the audience, because you have a glow around you, okay? Mm. Uh, and Billy believes it's because Notre Dame has a path. I also believe it's because Notre Dame has a path. Well, it's because Notre Dame has a path. Boom. <laughs> you guys are both right. And all honestly, right. we all saw this coming like last week, really. And things are going to kind of... This is what I like about Notre Dame when they play Stanford the last game of the year because the last couple of years, Stanford hasn't been very good. So you just watch everyone else play their rivalry game and Notre Dame kind of like coasts through the last weekend. So this is a really fun weekend for me because I get to watch Bedlam. I get to watch Ohio State, Michigan. I get to watch all these great rivalry games. Someone always gets upset from the top four. I get to watch the Iron Bowl, the Egg Bowl, and then Notre Dame kind of just like wins against Stanford like 31 to 13 or something. But with the way that the rankings came out, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you're the expert, there's two losses in front of them, right? Because Ohio State is going to play Michigan, and George is going to play Alabama, we would assume, right? And if things go the way that we think they will, and Georgia beats Alabama, Alabama fell to three, so another loss should knock them out of the top four. And if Ohio State beats Michigan, Notre Dame should jump both of those teams and be in. 
Well, hold on. I do want her to explain that path because I think what the committee did clearly last night, and Jess is the expert. Like, I'm not certain people on our show realize that Jessica was hired, okay, to give us some expertise around the area of college football. In particular, she follows it way closer than anybody on our show. She cares about it in a way that no one on our show does, okay? And so I just wanted to establish that. But I think, Jess, what the college football committee did, what the playoff committee did, was they they said here here's ohio state michigan winner of that game this weekend they are in okay they told you georgia's in they said cincinnati you went out and you are in the one thing that's unclear is whether or not alabama if they lose a close game to georgia whether or not they'll make it to the college football playoff but they slid to number three so explain for us exactly what happened last night, your thoughts on it, and what is the path for Notre Dame? Well, I think the most exciting thing from last night's rankings is that Cincinnati's finally in the top four. It doesn't mean that Cincinnati's going to make the playoff. I also like that Stu Gods just asked a question and then disappeared for like a, a solid minute. I had to tie my shoe. <laughs> what? <laughs> my I've shoe never came. heard that excuse. I, that's what I was doing. I was tying my shoe. Well, Going for a jog to... after. Why? <laughs> I just looked and now. your seat was empty. <laughs> Sorry about that, Spencer. No, Wait, you're I have fine. A question. Before Go we ahead. answer that question, is the telling of someone your shoe is untied something that happens naturally, like with age? Like, is there an age that once you pass that age, you're like, I need to tell everyone their shoes untied? Because every time someone tells me, it's usually an older person. Yes, it feels <laughs> like something Greg Cody would do. Well, the last time it happened to me, I was in the garage walking to my car after work. And I noticed, I was like, okay, my shoe's untied, but also it's now been dragging in this nasty garage <laughs> for like a good 30 to 40 <laughs> steps. Like, we're going to yeah. get into this car and we're going to drive and this shoe's going to remain untied. And then a helpful passerby <laughs> pointed down and said, hey, your shoe's untied. Yeah. And I can't just be like, yeah, I got it. Like, don't worry about it. I'll, I'm fine. I know how to walk. I had to be like, okay. And then I had to like bend down and tie my shoe in front of this person, knowing all the things that were now on my fingers. Right. No, it's it's annoying when people tell you your shoe's untied and you already know your shoe's untied. Right. You're like, yeah, thanks. I don't want to do it right now. Wait, hold on. You guys feel the pressure to tie your shoe just because someone tells you your shoe's untied? Yeah. Yeah. No, no we're the hell out of here. I'll yeah. tell you, listen, I'll worry about my shoelaces and my shoes. You worry about yours, okay? Move on with your day. That's it. I mean, you, guys, you, know, you know what you should do next time what? someone does that? You bend down, and if they're close enough, you untie their shoe, and they're like, now your shoe's untied. <laughs> then you keep it moving. Go ahead. You bend over. <laughs> but you can't – somebody can't tell you your shoe's untied, and then you just go, go f*** yourself. Like, exactly. You, you, got, you have to, like, oh, right. okay, and make the effort. Mike, listen, I'm telling you right now, I know you very well. I love you. I say this lovingly. If someone tells you your shoe's untied in the parking lot, you're telling them to go f*** themselves, okay? <laughs> like, you're not bending over. Mike, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> he's my friend he knows he can't <laughs> anyways back to college football. i love you mike i love that the tangent included another f-bomb that billy has to edit out yeah now. i mean we who, had who, to talk about this wait but who said it both of uh, you oh jesus <laughs> you forget you said it a second you ago? just said it <laughs> jesus christ anyway jess go ahead sorry bill god bless football 
The most exciting part about last night's rankings that Cincinnati made it into the top four, which is great for Notre Dame. So when you're talking about this path that Notre Dame now has, it's kind of like, it's kind of interesting because I was at the Notre Dame-Cincinnati game and all the Cincinnati fans at the end of the game were chanting overrated and then they kind of quickly stopped. And I was like, yeah, because if Notre Dame's overrated, that means that this win over Notre Dame that's boosting your resume is actually not as good as you need it to be for you to make the playoffs. So Neither team can claim that the other's overrated because right now Cincinnati and Notre Dame need each other. Right. <laughs> well, here's the interesting thing. Ohio State goes all the way up to number two, Jess, right? But their loss to Oregon becomes worse and worse because Oregon now has two losses. I, that was the big surprise to me. Not that Ohio State was in the four. It was that Ohio State jumped all the way up to number two. But Ohio State's also had like really dominant wins over other ranked teams like Purdue and Michigan State. And they've they're a team that has gotten so much better in the last like the second half of the season. So that doesn't surprise me at all. In fact, I would say that like Ohio State might be my favorite to win the national championship over Georgia just because of how explosive their offense has been the second half of the season. Okay. Uh, any other surprises? Anything else kind of stand out for you last night in terms of, of how they write these teams? Because sometimes it's not the top four. It's the, as Billy and I call it, and Chris, the OLI, the outside looking in. Sometimes, like, Oklahoma State, to me, has a bit of a path right now. The committee likes them. They're very good. I think they have the second-best defense of those top, like, seven teams after Georgia. They're really good. So anything else stand out for you? Yeah, I mean, I think that Oklahoma State uh, at number seven sets up a really exciting yeah. matchup with Oklahoma. And then if, if Oklahoma wins that, I believe they would play again in a Big 12 matchup. I have to check that. But then that would be an interesting, like, rematch back-to-back weekends. That doesn't always happen in, in conference championship games. So I, I think it, that is like the Ohio State-Michigan game. It's kind of going to play out and kind of settle itself before the end of the season. So these rankings obviously aren't final, but it's just interesting to see where they place like value in, in losses and wins. Who do you think is going to win that game? I have a hard time seeing, like, I know Michigan's played well this year, but Ohio State looks overwhelming. That offense, like Ohio State has five wide receivers where their fourth or fifth wide receiver would be the number one guy on most college football teams. That's how loaded they are. But Michigan has the game at home. So what are you expecting this weekend with that game? Yeah, I think I, I expect Ohio State to win that game. Like Mich- the way Michigan unraveled against Michigan State tells me that they're not a fully complete. <clears throat> I'm just, I just pulled a Stugatz That's right okay. there. I had something Stugatz. in my throat. <laughs> but I think Ohio State will win that game. And uh, yeah, I don't think they'll have a problem doing it. Do you see any way that Auburn can beat Alabama? Mm, not with without Bo Nix. Yeah, yeah, not with the way that they've had to deal with injuries this season. I thought that that would be a really interesting. Well, that opens like every, three that would weeks op- ago. Yeah, right, that that would open everything up, right? If I, listen, the game's at Auburn, so uh, I, I'm with you. I think Alabama wins. They probably win going away, but that would open the entire thing up if Auburn was able to pull that off. I mean, it's the Iron Bowl. Like, anything can happen, and that's not a right. satisfactory answer. But, like, it's one I of those games. Answer. It's one it's of those games answer. that, like, I don't, I don't want to bet on this game because, like, it's always going to be weird. Wait, like, anything kind of like, you know, a missed field goal being returned for a touchdown with no time left on the clock and one of the teams win, something like that, exactly. maybe? Exactly, right. Gods. Anything can happen. Billy, it's rivalry week. <laughs> I know. All bets are off. Well, All Jesse's right, do- bets are off. Yeah, Jess's bets are off. Just Jess, that bet. so this is the scenario that intrigues me the most. 
Alabama plays Georgia, SEC championship game, okay? And now everyone's saying that Georgia's already in, even if Alabama... What if Alabama beats Georgia by 21 points? What if Alabama beats Georgia by four touchdowns? What if that plays out? Is Georgia still going to get in with that being their only loss? Georgia will definitely still be in if that happens because there are no other, like, undefeated teams other than Cincinnati. But I think that's the scenario that the committee would want the most because then they have a Georgia-Alabama rematch potentially for the national championship. Yeah, but it seems weird to me that you would have that scenario play out, have a team lose by 24 points. 28 points. A team we've been raving happened, about. It happened all year. last season. It happened last I, season with Notre I, Dame. Notre Dame beat Clemson, the number one team in the country, on November 7th, and then they played right. Clemson in the ACC championship. Trevor Lawrence was healthy in that game. Notre Dame lost by, I want to say, like two or three touchdowns. Then Notre Dame played Alabama in the Rose Bowl. So, but that, but that was, but Notre Dame, that was their first loss of the year, right? Correct. Yeah, they were undefeated. So for me, it'd be weird. Okay, they weren't defeated, and they still made it to the playoffs. Is what you're they saying? They were undefeated until they played Clemson in the ACC championship. So and then, I, yeah. I, it just, I, but it would seem weird to me that Georgia would lose by 28 points, and then four days later we reward that team by putting them into the college football playoff. Like to me, that would be odd. Now let me like kind of flip it on you, okay? Let's say Alabama, because I think the margin of victory in that game. Uh, is going to be very important, especially if Alabama loses. Alabama loses a close game, they're likely still going to get in. But let me present you with this scenario. Georgia blows out Alabama and beats them by four touchdowns. You think Alabama's still getting in with two losses? I don't know. I think that that's going to depend on how the other conference championships go. I think like if, if like Oklahoma state or see if Michigan has an upset this weekend, like then I could see there being an argument against it. I think that totally depends on the rest of the field though. If, if there's a lot of like stinkers and there's no apparent fourth best team, then I could see Alabama still making it, but it would piss off a whole lot of people. Right. But you'd be rooting for that scenario, right? That would help Notre Dame. Correct. Uh, I think I think it would help Notre Dame if they lost. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure actually. I think that again would just depend on on how the Ohio State Michigan game goes in Oklahoma State Oklahoma. Would you see Notre Dame uh, jumping Cincinnati even though Cincinnati beat Notre Dame? I could see it actually. I couldn't see it just because Notre Dame's remaining schedule is just Stanford and Stanford's really bad. If Stanford was even like remotely okay this season then i could see that bolstering their resume but as it stands i think unless you know cincinnati loses obviously i don't see them going ahead of cincinnati billy i'm all for cincinnati notre dame rematch in one of these uh in one of these playoff games aren't you cincinnati and notre dame won't have a rematch then two teams would have to go out for them both to go in i know but i want that to happen I want why I want, because i because that's what i want that's okay. that's <laughs> I can't argue yeah, that. Because that's more intriguing to me than than some of the other scenarios that could play out. Couldn't you picture, like, Georgia being the one seed playing a four-seed Notre Dame and then Alabama as the two-seed play – or, sorry, Ohio State as a two-seed playing, like, a three-seed Cincinnati, both of those games being blowouts, and Ohio State and Georgia playing against each other. Like, I could yes. see that happening, yeah. Yes, yeah, I could see that happening. I'm not certain Ohio State's not the best team in the country, Jess. I'm not – like, I think they could – I think Ohio State, listen, Cincinnati gets there. I don't think they have a shot. Notre Dame, with all due respect to you, gets there. I don't think they have a shot. I think the only team that has a shot that's not Georgia or Alabama is Ohio State. I do. I think Ohio State can beat either one of those two teams.
they've been really, really impressive the last yeah. last few weeks. I mean, that o- Oregon game kind of feels like an anomaly now. Yeah. It would uh, be pretty looked- incredible if Notre Dame wins this year because everyone, even you, like Notre Dame yes. alum, Golic, a Notre Dame alum. Like, I have friends that went to Notre Dame. Everybody's kind of written them off. Like, yeah, no, this isn't their year. They're not going to – this isn't the year to take well, the step. And it'd be great if this is the year they do it after all of these other years. It would be the most unassuming – Yeah. Win. <laughs> like, it's it's true, though. Like, I, I don't know. Notre Dame, uh, this was supposed to be like a rebuilding year. They had this grad transfer quarterback that no one really – Really had any expectations for they had all these injuries on their offensive line in like the first two weeks of the season so yeah it would be really uh surprising if they went on to make the playoff or win a playoff game you guys don't they have a receiver or something that went to your daughter's school that you're constantly talking up as the greatest athlete to ever graduate from there Kevin Austin, yeah, second greatest. Oh, athlete. he's great. Kevin Austin has Thank had you. an amazing season. The yes. other thing that no one has even mentioned yet, um, I guess that's why I'm here, is that Notre Dame has done all of this in the second half of the season without their best player, Kyle Hamilton, who right. got injured uh, in like week seven, I want to say. Wasn't sure if he was going to come back. Turns out he's pretty much done for the season unless they make a playoff game. And so they've been their defense has been doing this all without their best player. Uh, Kevin Austin played wide receiver at North Broward Prep. He is easily the most accomplished athlete to ever uh, graduate from that school until my daughter graduates. She just committed to Northwestern, and she'll graduate in 10 months. And so he will then be the second greatest athlete to have ever come out. But, Billy, I can give you the scenario where two teams get bounced out of the Final Four, and we have a Cincinnati-Notre Dame rematch, okay? Jess knows this. Michigan could beat Ohio State. Okay, they could. They could beat Ohio State. Alabama Mm -hmm. gets blown out by Georgia in the SEC championship game. They're out. Okay, if they get blown out by Georgia, they're out. Okay, Michigan beats Ohio State, takes Ohio State out. Michigan loses in the Big Ten championship, which they are entirely capable of doing. And then Michigan's out. And then perhaps you have Cincinnati and Notre Dame in a Final Four, Billy. How about that? Why are you rooting for this? I don't know. <laughs> for Jess. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. You're welcome. I'm, I'm always there for you. Is that a cereal bowl, you guys, that I just heard? I had Lucky Charms for breakfast today. It was delightful. Really? You yeah, do marshmallows we, first, or what do you do? Uh, I do marshmallows first. I, uh, I let them get a little bit soggy. I like them a little bit soggy. Mm. If we were to do a college football playoff of cereal, okay, Billy? What will your final four cereals be? <laughs> so basically just what are my, my favorite four cereals? Rank your top four cereals, Bill. Wow. It's a, it's a better way to ask the Mount Thank Rushmore cereals. Well, Thank yeah, and, and then it's a hey, Mike, you're football next. related thing. <laughs> why, don't, why don't we each, to, to, to save some time, why don't we each just have one cereal and then they compete against each other instead of all of us having four since there's four of us? Okay. I'm going to go with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm going to go Lucky Charms. Wow. Who gave you first pick? Sorry, you can have it. He went first. That's who gave him first pick. <laughs> you go ahead, Mike. Get in here. I'm letting Jess go. I'll go last. I'll take what's what's left. I don't like cereal that much. Oh, my what? God. Oh, my God. We were wrong. Not You're like not a, a college not, football expert. It's I don't not even, satisfying. You yep, yep. Forget like everything I said on the front end. I mean, forget it. All of it. I like life. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> life. I mean, like saying your favorite cereal is Raisin Bran or something. I like Raisin Bran. Oh, Lord. I I will tell you, a very underrated dry cereal is life. Have life dry. It is fantastic. Thank you. 
You're, you're welcome. Uh, listen, I back you on everything. Listen, I have got your back on everything, Jess, okay? What's the fourth team? Crunch Berries. Crunch Berries? That's a, that's a first round. Captain uh, Crunch Berries. That, that I feel like uh, Billy and I are playing. Uh, not if it goes up against life. I feel like Billy and I are playing each other in the national championship. Mikey, yeah, you're out. <laughs> Smitty's definitely out with life. Oh, I agree, yeah. <laughs> life. I think Billy. I think Billy won right off the top. Mm. Is oatmeal a cereal? Oh, no, jeez, it's just getting worse. It's getting worse as we go. Billy's crazy. Wait, no, oatmeal's a soup. Sorry. It is a soup. <laughs> yeah. God bless oatmeal, Jess. God bless oatmeal stew gods. All right, God bless football, Billy. Oh my gosh, folks. Gather around. Everyone gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Billy was just telling me that he got Wendy's today. Mm. <laughs> Wendy's chicken nuggets. I, okay, also stopped at Wendy's on the way home and got chicken nuggets with fries. Billy, did you get some fries? Wendy fries, guaranteed crispy, by the way. What does that even mean? I've never heard this. They're guaranteed crispy? It's a new Wendy's promotion where they guarantee you crispy fries. You can give them back, okay? Then you get, you know, free fries. What do you, have- you shake a soggy fry at them? I don't know. I mean, I'm can just I, telling you the promotion. Why are you I, questioning me? I, 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 all this is all, all of this is only to get to what Mike Golick's fast food of choice is. That's it. So I never in my life have gone to Wendy's for chicken nuggets. What? What? You're missing Wendy's? out. Wendy's. You missing go to out. Wendy's for the double or the triple. Oh yeah, what's well, up? Okay. Triple with a frosty. Right. He's right. I mean, right. yeah, I'm right. going to go to Wendy's for. Ch- I'm going to go to Chick Fil A for chicken nuggets. So line's too long. Nuggets. Line's too yeah. long at Chick Fil A. Good point. Well, we uh, the line is long here, but they got a double line and it moves pretty quick, mm. pretty efficient. But yeah, I mean, when I'm craving chicken nuggets, I'm sorry, Wendy's doesn't pop up. Look, listen, Chick Fil A is like Chick Fil A and Popeyes are the upper echelon of the chicken sandwich. Don't sleep on the Wendy's chicken sandwich. No. It is the mm-hmm. higher end of all of the other ones. Can't do wow. it. I, I I can't do it. I have too many. I have a Chick Fil A around me. I have Canes. Mm. Canes it could be Sunday. It could be Sunday. That's it could right. Be Sunday. Well, that's fine. That's why there's mm. Canes. That's okay. why there's Popeyes. I don't need chick. I got plenty out here. Chicken. I'm going to go to a chicken place. I'm not going to Wendy's for my chicken. No. I'm going to Wendy's for my double or my triple with cheese, everything, no tomatoes. That's my that's my go to. I would like to rank the chicken sandwiches because mm. while that Mikey A, you're right, but I would tell you this: the Burger King, there is nothing that soaks up a hangover 
better than a Burger King chicken sandwich with cheese with extra mayo. In fact, I would tell you that's the best of the chicken sandwiches right now. Are you talking the classic Burger King chicken sandwich that's like long? Yes. Yeah, mm. with cheese and mm. extra mayo. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you I'm giving you a hard stink eye right now, Stu. I'm giving you a hard stink <laughs> eye on that one. <laughs> I'm talking about soaking up a hangover though, okay? It's like it's got to absorb your entire hangover. And that's what the uh the bur- like I eat it, Mike, and then I feel fine. You get what I'm saying, Mike EA? I also you just better. feel worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> if, you break, if you break your finger and then somebody comes over and breaks your leg, you don't care about your finger anymore. Mm. That's what eating that chicken sandwich is. So I, I would say I would never be good in a chicken sandwich ranking because I've never gotten a chicken sandwich at Wendy's. That's not why I would go there. And I've never gotten a chicken sandwich at Burger King because I'm getting Whoppers or double Whoppers mm-hmm. there. I'm going, but, I'm going to those places for my specialties. That's not when I'm trying out something new. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's Chick-fil-A for chicken is what you're saying. Chick-fil-A, Mike, Popeyes, I, I, Canes. I have multiple choices in both South Bend and out here in Arizona for chicken sandwiches. Mike, I understand everything you say, but let me just quickly give you my bona fides. Wow. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey A is showing Golik his stomach. That is right. That is right. I can't tell you. I, I have references. Listen, I can't tell you how happy I am that that screen stopped where it did. Okay, I didn't know where you were going. I didn't know what you were doing. I got nervous. <laughs> Mikey, if you went any lower, let's be honest, you would have had a much more difficult time seeing what it is yeah. he was trying to show. So, Mike, when you go to a, a fast food place, because when I go, I already know almost always exactly what it is I'm yes. going to get. I go yes. there with a purpose. I go yes. to Burger King. I know I'm going to get a Whopper. I go to Wendy's yes. and it's kind of like, I don't know how hungry I am. I'm either going to get the four for four, which is like a double hamburger and chicken nugget combo for four dollars with a fry and a drink. Or I'm just going to get like a double if I'm extra hungry. Right. The other day for the first time that I can remember I was talked into changing my order by the person at the drive-thru. So I pull up and they say, hi, you know, welcome to Wendy's, blah, blah, blah. Would you like a bourbon bacon double cheeseburger? And I was like, hmm, yes, I would. That's not what I came here for. But a bourbon bacon double cheeseburger is exactly what I'm craving right now. That's a good call right there. You think think they're using makers? (laughs) Yeah. I would have got talked into that one too. I think that's that's a, that's a nice job by them. Well, I mean, that's what they're going to do. They're going to push their seasonal products. It just and, had yeah. a combination of words yeah. that yeah. I said these fit together right now, and this is how what I need. It? How was oh, it? Oh, delicious! Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. Okay. Delicious. How could it be bad? How yeah, could it be true. Bad? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Very Mike. True. I'm wondering as a player, like you're a family guy, Mike, I'm wondering, did that, were you bothered by having the play on Thanksgiving? Like it's such a great holiday. You love your food. I think play, I'm guessing most players don't want to play on Thanksgiving. I'm not going to lie. I'll give you two things. Monday night football. um, I enjoyed it the first couple of times. And then after that, I was like, eh, I hate, hate waiting all day to play football. I want to play at one o'clock and I want to be done. So While Monday night, you know you have the stage to yourself. It's a kind of a cool thing. That kind of wears off. And in all honesty, Thanksgiving, no, I'd rather be at home eating watching all the games on TV, quite honestly. <laughs> I think it interferes. Here's what I'll say, though. Here's something I'll say. Is everybody talking about player safety on these Thursday games now? 
you know, oh my God, we're Thursday games. You know, how can these players do it? You know, when I was playing and we played on Thanksgiving, guess what day of the week that was? That was Thursday. Nobody gave a shit about us. I never hear, <laughs> never remember hearing one time, oh, I wonder if these guys are okay. Every team plays one time on Thursday. That's it. Stop the bitching. It's not that bad. You can do it. And you get, you get 10 days after that. Nobody gave a damn when we were playing on Thanksgiving. It was all like, I'm going to sit down at the table. I'm going to stuff my pie hole. And I'm going to tell Golik and his team to entertain me on a Thursday. I don't <laughs> care how their bodies are. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh, they can't play on Thursdays. They can't do that. The recovery. Give me a break. They're all fine playing on Thursdays. Everybody's fine. <laughs> but you enjoy it much more watching, right? Oh, like, much yeah. more watching. Without, and my other pet peeve, and I don't know where all you fall into this, I like to eat when the first game is going on. That's usually the Detroit game. Give yeah. me that first game, but then by the second game, you can be into you know some of the, the second and third um, time through. And then now you got that third game. When I was playing, we didn't have the third game. There was just the two. Now you have that third game. Just think by then you could be eating leftovers. So you go wow. full meal, seconds and thirds for the second game, and leftovers by the third game. That, to me, is a successful Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was just going to ask you if there are ever leftovers after a Golic Thanksgiving, but it seems like the less leftovers are just for that same night. Yeah, that's what it is. It, it, for us, for us, it's not really a Thanksgiving meal. It's a Thanksgiving day. Mm. It's, you just plan out. You kind Week. of yeah, yeah. You you kind of do the uh, grazing. <laughs> You know, you have your one big plate, but then you realize there's going to be more for later. So you just kind of graze for the rest of the day. And I think uh, one of the last times at the third game, I ended up laying flat on my back on the on the floor because I was so full. And I had a plate with a piece of pumpkin pie and whipped cream on it sitting on top of my chest. And I was just spooning <laughs> it right into my mouth, laying mm -hmm. flat on my back. I mean, that's life right there. Tell me what's better than that in life. <laughs> I think that's how I want to go. Yeah, put that, on, put that on the pole, Billy. Is that how you want to go? That's it. <laughs> Stuff in your pie hole with your favorite pie laying on your back, just just spooning it in. It's great. Your poor wife. Oh yeah. Oh, she listen. She's used to it by now. She just looks at me at disgust so much. So who was who was the more impressive of your two sons? Was it Jake or Mike Jr. in terms of Thanksgiving meals? Who was who was better at it? <laughs> probably Mike. Mike probably ate yeah. the most. Makes yeah, sense. He'd, yeah. he'd probably shovel it the most. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, all my kids can get after it pretty good, but right. in that one sitting, yeah, yeah, Mike will probably uh, uh, kill a lot. Yeah. There seems to have been this healthier turn, though, within your family. Like, I'm wondering if that's affected the quality well, of Thanksgiving. No. So here's here's the thing. I, I have lost a lot of weight, and I feel great. I'm at my high school weight and all that. So people are like, oh, my God, he doesn't indulge anymore. I do. I just pick my spots now. What used to be more often than not, I'd go with some donuts or some cookies or something. Now I limit that. But here's the other thing. When people start talking about Thanksgiving and, you know what, hey, try a, try a, a keto or a vegan or, or tofu or some other bullshit like that. No, when you do a holiday, do the food. You know what, it's, it's like Halloween. Don't hand out a toothbrush. Don't hand out some floss. Don't hand out a penny. Don't hand out an apple. It's Halloween. Hand the kids some candy. When it's Thanksgiving, give me the turkey. Give me the stuffing. Give me the mashed potatoes. Don't vegan it up. Don't keto it up. Don't do any of that bullshit. Let's eat a real meal. 
and then I'll start again the next day. I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll, I just, I'll eat, I'll still eat it. I just won't eat it as often. Does Mike Golick participate in the preparation or the cooking at all? And if so, what? I, I say always, yes. I, I always offer to help. Um, and there's usually a lot. So sometimes I'll be in charge of the green bean casserole. Uh, so I'll, I'll be asked to do something. Um, yes. And then once the bird comes out, maybe take the stuffing out or, you know, something. But but I am I am always there willing and able to help, partly because I'm saying this just so I can get good good points. I'm a good guy. The other part it's, is I can pick at all the food then. But it's busy work and it's grunt work. It's not like you're in charge of, oh, no, of the no, stuffing, all like making work. it it's, or it's the mashed potatoes. It's, it's, it's peeling potatoes, not actually making it. It's all mule work, yeah. Does Mike Golick fry a turkey? Man, Stu, I was just talking about that. I mean, I love seeing the videos every every year. Somebody, you know, blowing up their garage or starting their kitchen. It's Cody. Fire. Yeah, it, yeah. It's unreal. <laughs> I, I I really do want to try it once. Right. I do. I, I'm going to try it one time, but I'm going to make sure I take every precaution possible. But yes, I do want to try it. So I think what will happen is one year, Chris will make the turkey like she normally does, and I'll get a smaller turkey. Right. And I'll, I'll try and, and fry that uh, and, and see how it goes. All right. So, uh, Billy, you'll love the next question. But before I get to it, uh, is there a special Golic dish? That's Is there a special Golic dish that we should know about? Probably. Um, there's a green bean casserole and there's seven-layer salad, which okay. is very, very good. And we, are, we're, we, we pretty much have the basics, you know, the yams, the beets, which I don't need any of that stuff. Uh-huh. I'm a big vegetable guy. How but, many uh, of those layers is mayo? Um, it's mayo mixed with sour cream, so even adds to it. I just think there's to make couple, it healthy. Uh, yeah. yeah, just to make it healthy. Yeah, that's yeah, it. right, right. Just healthy, to make it healthy. It's not. So, so Billy will love this because we love Greg Cody. Okay, Greg Cody has a rule. He hosts Thanksgiving every year, and he has a you know a huge gathering and the family, friends, everyone comes over. But if you're going to make something and bring it to Greg Cody's Thanksgiving and you don't tell Greg Cody that you're making it and bringing it, he might not allow it in. Uh, Really? Well, because, and and I happen to agree with him. You don't just listen. Thanksgiving needs to be an organized event. I'm unorganized that I'm saying this, but you don't willy-nilly make a ham and just bring it over. What if Greg's already made a ham? Uh, Right? So what what you do is... If you ask, normally the answer would be like, bring an appetizer or bring a dessert. And yes. then and then now you've been given a specific food group to bring. So then you just bring something associated with that and you should be good, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But what I'm Greg is saying, yeah, Greg's fair. It's fair what he's saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, hey, right. I made a ham and uh, stay away from my ham. <laughs> Who would bring a ham? Who would go to somebody else's house and bring a friggin' ham? Uh. I mean, you uh, can't do that. It's a lot of work, too. It really, it really is. It really is. But that I'm Cody family is so, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going over to someone else's house because so they can do all the work. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do any of the work. I'll bring some ruffles and some coke. There you go. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike, so uh, some interesting. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. So. <laughs> Mike, a pie is a lot of work too, Stugatz, man. Like, I mean, you're gonna you're right. Listen, 
It's very nice of you, Bill. Uh, <laughs> I'll make sure to never invite you. Um, so, Mike, some interesting stuff happened this week in the yep. NFL. Uh, the Cowboys, they get rid of Jason Garrett. Um, right. After after losing, uh, I'm sorry, the Giants get rid the of Giants. Jason Garrett. And I'm so accustomed to say, <laughs> I'm so accustomed, Mikey A., to Jerry Jones being up the, uh, having his hand up the back of Jason Garrett's shirt and then being a puppet for Jerry Jones and the Cowboys that I just, it's a reflex. I'm sorry about it. I apologize. But, uh, Mikey, he, he was the Giants' offensive coordinator. Uh, the Giants lose to the Buccaneers. Uh, game's not even close. And Joe Judge and the Giants get rid of uh, Jason Garrett as offensive coordinator. What do you make of that move? It seems like, hey, Joe Judge, not my fault. It's the OC's fault. He's yeah. gone. I'm still here. And my other, my follow-up to that, Mike, is how much longer is Gettleman going to get? Because he's been there for a while now, and they haven't produced much since he's been there. No, no, they haven't. I thought this was going to be a big year for Gettleman on what was going to happen with Jones. You couldn't get a good read on Saquon, you know, because you'd like to see what they can all do together, right, as a group. Saquon played in his first game since, what, October 10th? So yeah. it had been over a month. So it's tough to get a read there, and sometimes that can buy you more time. Sometimes it doesn't. If the, if man, if ownership has in their mind, they just want to get rid of them. I, I definitely think Gettleman is going to be uh, on the hot seat See, let's see how this season ends. Jason Garrett and the firing, I, I, I'm, it's one of those things sometimes where you do things to show the fans that you're doing things. Right. You know, that you're trying to make a move. What I don't know is what's going on in the locker room. It, is, is, it would be hard to believe that players lost faith in Jason Garrett. I have no idea. I, I, I'm not there, so I don't know that. But a lot of times it can be, especially during the season, I'm always interested because I know we can talk about, you know, the Matt Nagy stuff, which he's denying yes. uh, that, that, you know, Thanksgiving is going to be his last game. But he's going to be gone anyway. I said that at the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not sure why you do things during the season unless, again, uh, there, there's, there's something going on in the locker room where people are butting heads or maybe you're just looking for that spark combined with, Hey, fans, look, we're doing something. We know things aren't going well, and we think this is a move that can help. Can I float a theory by you, Mike? Of course you can. You're going to put a tinfoil cap on first? Well, then I'm not going to do it, but Billy might. Um, yeah. Here's my theory. <laughs> He's actually reaching for one. He yeah, has there you it. go. There it there is. There you okay. go. Perfect. Well done, Billy. Okay, thank you, Billy. Uh, Mike, here's my theory. See if you have someone else on that staff who is good at that job, who is capable who can run a good offense, put a good offensive scheme in, call the right plays, maybe get the most out of Daniel Jones. See if you already have someone on staff. Give them a half a season. See if they're good at it. Therefore, you don't have to go you know, hire from the outside and bring them into a new system. You already have someone on the inside. That's fair. Listen, that, that okay. that's, a, that's a fair uh, – that, that's not a conspiracy-type theory. That's right. actually a good thought. You're right. Thank see, you. <laughs> see, see, if, see if that person is on – your staff. Um, I get it because it just seems like it wasn't working with Jason Garrett. So yeah, that could be that that could be a reason. And like I said, with Gettleman, we're going to see at the end of the year. And um, sometimes I, I look at it as head coaches. If you shift over to Nagy, is he going to be fired during the season or not? I'm always amazed. But again, we don't know what's going on there when you fire a head coach during the season. Like you think things are going to automatically get better. I mean, I I, I don't now unless. 
the locker room, there is there something going on? And, and we're all not there, so we don't know. Is the locker room getting, you know, torn, not torn apart's the wrong word, but is there disarray there? Uh, is there faith lost in Nagy because he's been on the hot seat for a bit and they just want to say, you know what, we just want to make a clean break uh, right now instead of at the end of the season? Uh, I don't know. Again, he's denying that report uh, that he's that, that uh, Thanksgiving will be his last game. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, or not. Either way, I don't think he won't be there next year. It's just a matter of when it happens. Uh, do you think he should be fired? Oh, I, I, I think, you know, and, and I hate calling for people's jobs. I know I really you do. do. I, know. I hate it. I don't want to do it. Um, um, I, I, I think they're ready to go. This is what I think. I think they're in a revamping mode. And a revamping mode is going to be Justin Fields is now going to be your quarterback of the future. And there were those that thought early in the season, well, Matt Nagy can buy another season by saying I can bring I can I can, you know, bring this guy along. I never thought that. I thought this was going to be Nagy's last year. Again, not wishing it on him and not 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 wanting that to happen, but it's life in the NFL. We see five, six, seven coaches that that are are, are fired each year. It, it's you get hired to get fired. And I think it was a matter of time. It just it just didn't it seemed too stagnant there. You're gonna get a revamping. I wouldn't be surprised if Khalil Mack is on the trading block and they look to just really churn things over going into next year and try to find a guy that's gonna be able to develop Justin Fields. Because a lot of people saw that they bring in Trubisky early on and Nagy, they ha- he has a pretty good, decent first year, but then d- can't really get him. And it's not all Nagy's fault. It's on a quarterback as well. There's a lot of sure. re- pieces in the recipe here. Uh, but I, I just, I, yeah, I, I just had a feeling this was going to be Nagy's last year. You usually fire your coach early so that you can be the first one in the pool for the, for the new coach, for the new hot coach that's going to be coming up, whether that be from college and you, you call a lot of college games or the NFL, you call them a lot of NFL games. Are there any names out there right now that you're like, you know, this is going to be the guy that everybody's going to want this year outside of, say, Eric Bieniemy, who it feels is. like we talk about him every I, year? <laughs> I, You know, it's a good question, and, and I don't know of any college coaches because most of the college coaches we're talking about, I mean, the jobs out there to fill now in college, there is a number of them. Yeah. The names you're hearing are all young kind of coaches, right, in, in college, making that step maybe to the next level, uh, to the next conference, uh, and moving up or going across conference, but maybe some people think it might be, you know, a better job. You know, the names out there of a Luke Fickle, a Matt Campbell. Uh, those are two, you know, I know Franklin was mentioned with USC, but he's been around for a little while. I don't know of any, Mikey A, at this point, college coaches that are going to be pulled into the NFL, kind of like Cliff Kingsbury was, where he kind of scratched our head and said, wait a minute, you got fired in college and all of a sudden he's hired in the NFL. So there could be a surprise one that says we need a young guy, you know, to guide this NFL offenses of the future in when we bring in these college players into the NFL that maybe we're going to go for. So outside of that, I look at young coordinators in the NFL, you know, making that next step. So it's either well, it's either that, right? It's either a, a it's a whole Kellen Moore, word. Byron Leftwich, right. guys like right. that. Exactly. Yeah. It's either yeah. it's a it's a horrible word like either a retread, someone who's been a head coach, right. or you go with that younger guy. And I think that's kind of the way to go. And and the amazing thing is, is you hire what all last year there was no coach hired in the NFL that had been a head coach, right? 
only Urban Meyer, but he had only been a head coach in college. And everybody's saying, oh, this is a great hire, this is a great hire. And I, and I, I said it on your guy, th this show. How the hell do you know? We have right. no idea what, a, what an NFL you know, coordinator is going to do as a head coach. It's a completely different ball game. And some we see do well, better than others. But, you know, everybody's like, Matt LaFleur, look what he's doing. Matt LaFleur may be an excellent coach. But you got Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. Yeah, you do. He didn't That's, look that good. He didn't look. Yeah. He didn't look that good when Jordan Love was his quarterback. <laughs> exactly. So, so there's a lot of factors involved. But to answer your question, Mikey, I I would look more toward coordinators in the NFL getting jobs in the NFL. Mike, let me float three names past you. Okay, college coaches, just real quick. Yeah. Okay, uh, and I tend to agree with 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 what it is you just said. But Jim Harbaugh. Okay, only Mike. He played for the Bears. Yeah, yeah. He developed yeah, Colin yeah. Kaepernick. Um, Justin Fields has some similar skill sets. Uh, maybe yeah. they lose to Ohio State again, and yeah. Harbaugh wants to jump back into the uh, into the pros. You know, right. that, that that if there is a name, that's a name, right? Because he's done it. I mean, yes. so I, I guess I guess I would let me qualify my answer by disqualifying Harbaugh because he's been a head coach. Okay. In the NFL, so I'm looking at someone who's never coached in the NFL because I could see Harbaugh in, in that situation. Let me give you two names then. Uh, do you think Ryan Day would ever consider leaving Ohio State to rejoin Justin Fields or Lincoln Riley? One of those. Yeah, two. I know. I know Lincoln Riley's been the name because of the quarterbacks he's turned out at Oklahoma or now in the NFL when they got there one year at Oklahoma, doing well. Those would be the two guys. Those would be two of the guys okay. um, that I could see somebody taking a chance on. Do I think they'll go? No, I do not think they're going to go. Because, well, again, if they went, it would be because they want to, because a lot of people say, why would you leave a great college job to go to the NFL? Especially when money won't be that different, much different. Those guys are getting paid incredibly well, right? So you go because that's the highest level. You know, uh, I wanted to play in the NFL because it was the highest level. Coaches, some coaches want to coach there and say, I succeeded in college. I want to coach at the highest level now and succeed. Sometimes it's a good move. Sometimes it's not. Um, that would be for those coaches. that They're paid very well. Those are two handsomely paid coaches. Maybe they get a little bit of a bump, but I don't think money's the monster concern for them with the deals uh, that, that they have in place. So it would be more like I want to test my wares. And I think maybe with them seeing the the success Cliff Kingsbury is having. Right. That, that might even make them say, oh, okay, here's a guy again who got fired in college and hired in the NFL, and he's doing pretty well. So that might be an impetus for some of them to, to maybe give that a shot. You you asked me if I think any are going to go, I'm going to say no, but those are, those are two really, really good names of guys, make no doubt a mistake, NFL teams are going to contact, yes. Uh, Mike, this NFL season is is uh, is so fascinating from the standpoint of there are so many teams that I could see winning the Super Bowl, and like the best team in the NFL is a week to week thing. There is no best team in the NFL. One week it's the uh, it's the Buccaneers. The next week it is uh, the Green Bay Packers. The next week it's somebody else. Now a lot of people are saying. It's the Patriots. This is as wide open as we've seen the NFL in quite some time, man. You know, it's crazy. You know, normally, and fun, by the way. No, it is. It is. And normally yes. by this time of year, you kind of know what you have, right? In right. Your team, and you start yes. to see how they're going to play for the rest of the year. I've been, I've been astounded. You know, you see the Bills. 
You see the Bills two weeks ago lose to Jacksonville, and then the following week blow out a team and score, I think, in the 40s. Crazy. And then lose and then lose again yeah. I, and, and by, by not scoring a lot. And this is a team that scores a lot, and their defense uh, gives up the least amount of yard, uh, uh, points as well. So I, I'm with you. You know, Kansas City, as much as they wanted after they put up 41 two weeks ago, or I think it was 41 or 45, one of the two, and, and are basically like, okay, we're back. No way. I mean, you've more consistently had a lower scoring offense that I think will happen more. What happened to them is their defense actually stepped up and played a great game against Dallas. Could you believe that game? Dallas and Kansas City. No. Dak Prescott and Patrick Mahomes, and there were zero touchdown passes thrown in that game. So the Chiefs' defense actually stood up and played an excellent game. To your point, you're right. Who the hell are we looking at now? The most consistent team in the NFL right now is the New England Patriots. Yes. They're a rookie quarterback and Mac Jones is coming along. But everyone's talking about Mac Jones, and I get it. Their defense is playing outstanding. They don't give up a lot of points. And when you don't give up a lot of points, you're in every single game, and it gives your quarterback a chance to come along. So I, I don't know where to go in the AFC now. I, I, I really don't. You know, because I thought it would be Buffalo, but they're, they're inconsistent. So it's like, who's hot at the right time? Mike, it's unbelievable. Listen, last year, it, it was that had to be a tough year for Bill Belichick, what yeah, happened last yeah. year, to watch Tom Brady do it on a different team without him. But holy shit, it did not take him long to retool. I mean, Listen, <laughs> I mean we're, we're in an era of quick, quick decision. And when that happened in New England last year, everyone was like, oh, it was Tom, wasn't Bill. Bill had nothing to do with it. Just see, you know, when they had to get a new quarterback, they had, I think, eight starters uh, opt out last year because of COVID and had more players even out. It's amazing how quickly I heard someone say last, the last bad game Mahomes had a couple weeks ago, oh, Mahomes is broken. Oh, what the f are we talking about? Oh, broken? Okay, they're having a tough time on offense right now. Okay, I get it. But to say they're broken or he's broken is a joke. It's a joke. You know You know what happens? Other teams don't just stand still. They see what's working and they try and combat that. When we ran the 46 in Philadelphia, Buddy Ryan's defense, it worked great. Eventually, you learn what to run against it. Eventually, things get figured out and then you have to adapt again. So and, and that's that's what I think is going to happen. But look at what Bill's doing now. Bill's now doing this with a rookie quarterback. Ooh. So anybody last year who questioned Bill Belichick and what he meant to the Patriots when Tom Brady was there, and if they were saying at all, well, it was Tom, it obviously wasn't Bill. Man, that that's just such a knee-jerk bad reaction. Uh, Mike, I am sitting here like I was looking at the numbers. I was comparing Jalen Hurts, and of course, Mike Golick played. For, for many people, the younger people in our audience, Mike Golick was a very good football player at one point in his life, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and played on one of the best defenses of all time, okay? Uh, I was looking at Jalen Hurts' numbers in his first, I don't know, I think 15, 16 starts, and compared them to Lamar Jackson, and they're basically the same. But, Mike, I don't think anyone has any confidence that Jalen Hurts is a long-term solution, a quarterback for the Eagles. I kind of think he's real. I, I think he's pretty good. Um, what do you? What is your assessment here of Jalen Hurts? So, Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback of the Eagles in the future. Uh, I, I, I believe that. Okay. And I think, I think what's finally happening is they were putting too much on him, making him throw the ball. What have they done the last couple of weeks? 
They've run the ball. I think the last two, re- two weeks, yes. they rushed for over 200 yards. Now, yep. don't expect that every game, but it was kind of like what was going on in Buffalo in that 9-6 loss Buffalo had to Jacksonville. If you go back and look at the stats, and, and, and I'm guessing ranges, Buffalo threw the ball over 40 times and I think ran the ball in the teens. In a 9-6 game, they just didn't run the ball. I know they don't have a great running attack, but you got to run it some. And I think Philadelphia was going through that as well. And they were putting too much pressure on Jalen Hurts to make something happen. So I, I think now they're finally balancing it with a rushing attack, which, by the way, includes Jalen Hurts, like when Baltimore has a great running game, includes Lamar Jackson, include him in the running game, but use that. It's only going to help him in the passing game. So I think they're finally doing that more than they have, and I think it's it's pretty, pretty fruitful for them right now. Uh, Mike, I think the only thing we know, correct me if I'm wrong, because we don't know anything about this NFL season, but I feel pretty confident in saying that Arizona is good. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah Arizona is okay. good. Arizona, <laughs> listen, Arizona is good, and they've done something that can be difficult to do. They've used a backup the last three weeks in Colt McCoy, and he's won yep. two out of three games, okay? So yeah. your backup quarterback needs to keep your team's head above water until your starter gets back. And this was probably, this turned out, hindsight was a great move because now they have a bye, so Kyle, Kyler Murray gets an extra week of rest before they play again. So that helps a lot. Uh, but but they are of a very good, well-rounded team, a nice, attacking, aggressive defense. Yes, without a doubt, if you are to sit here and say, who's the best team in the NFL? You know, it, are, are, is it tough to go past, you know, Arizona at this point? I mean, who else Who else are we looking at? To Green Bay, Tampa Bay, I mean, I mean all, all those teams, right. and all those teams, yes, they can do, do it eventually. You know, Tampa Bay just came off two straight losses to, right. to get the win over, over the Giants. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I do think they're one of the top teams. But to your point earlier, it is, it is anybody's ball game right now. It, it's pretty deep. Uh, last thing for you, Mike, Michael Strahan, uh, he's head of the space with Jeff Bezos. Um, and we had this discussion on the show, uh, earlier, uh, earlier in the week. Do you really feel like that's going to space? Like Billy and I were saying, like you dip your toe in space and then you're right back out and you're in an ocean somewhere like William Shatner didn't go to space. That's not what space is all about. I, I would do it. I would like to do it. But, yeah, when I think of space, I think of, you know, all the astronauts we had go out into space and going to the moon and coming back instead of just kind of touching it and coming back. I get it. It's civilians doing it, and it's never been done before. But I think as long as it's successful and you don't have any horrible things happen, right. it's, going to be, it's going to become, you know, okay, you know, kind of what's next. And how many people can really do that for the cost that, that, it's, that it's going to be for those. So, yeah, while I think it's cool and I would do it, there is something when I think of space travel or going to space, I need to get out there a little more and kind of hang out. Yeah, exactly. I need a good, like, two years of these flights going up and coming back before I think, like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's still a little like, – to me, the coolest thing was the dude that um, – that did the, the highest skydive record, and you saw him way up there. You would not down. do that. You I would, would not. not do that. That's I insane. Mean, that, you want to talk about balls as big as the earth. Right. That was unbelievable, watching that dude up there looking down at the earth and jumping. I mean, holy shit, that was cool. 
That Reggie White would have done it. He would have done it. Reggie White would have done it. I mean, without a oh, parachute. Reggie's, <laughs> Reggie's Reggie's wife never would have let him. <laughs> Reggie, Reggie got a motor. Reggie got a motorcycle one year, right? Reggie got a motorcycle one year. He had it for like a day and a half, and I think right. he almost got in a wreck or something. And his wife Sarah said, "That's it. You're done. It's gone." And you're I not got getting new- it again. I got news for you, my friend. I am not certain your wife's allowing you to go to outer space again. <laughs> like- <laughs> no, she she probably wouldn't right now either. Right. But I I right. would do the the touching of it like that. But yeah, I I, I I'd want to. You got to be floating around in yeah. space, feeling like you might not make it back to your ship for you, or just or land on a planet somewhere. What? Out of space. We're, we're now, Billy, like, that's outer space, Billy. You yeah, gotta, like roaming around the Milky Way somewhere. So, <laughs> so would you spacewalk? Would you spacewalk? I would. I don't want to do any of it. I'm fine here on Earth. Like, See, I'm good. There's, there's part of me that says I would until I got up there, and then I'd be like, oh no. Way I'm getting out of this thing, man. Yes, yes. I'm not getting out of this thing. You know, right. What if I never come back? I'm just floating. You know, until my. You're, can you imagine you're just floating until your air runs out? I mean, I mean it's horrific. Imagine, that's outer space, Billy. That's what space is all yeah. about. But wait a minute. Once you're there, though, you can't back out. The level of shame you would have coming oh, back. No, like, no. When I you agree. go to a carnival, you're like, yeah, you know what? I don't want to go on this ride, and then you have to get out of line, and everybody sees you walking back. Imagine that, but with space and the I, world listen, watching. I agree. You. Like, no. I, I agree, and I would hate to throw up in my, you know, my outfit too. You right. know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. I'd have to. I'd have to do it. I would go just to get the time with Bezos, okay? And then once we get up there, I'd be like, all right, let's go back down. What, what, right. what are you getting out? Just time with him to work a deal? I mean, yes. what are you doing? Yeah, of course. <laughs> hey, yes. hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Stupidity. <laughs> hey, God bless football. I'm a What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> all right. God bless outer space, guys. Yes. Love it. Love it. And God bless football. God bless football. All right, let's get to this week's edition of Stu You Got. Tough week last week. My apologies. Worst week I've had all season. But like a great cornerback in the NFL, short memory. And two words this week, rivalry week. How about that? I mean, anything could happen and it probably will. I have no idea what that means, but it feels like something you should say headed into rivalry week. So I said it. Uh, what do you think? Let's get to this week's picks. All right. Again, forget about last week. We move on to this week. Here we go. San Diego State at home, plus two and a half, taking on Boise State. San Diego State is good. Boise State is just okay. I have no idea why San Diego State is getting two and a half points at home, but I guess I'll find out why when Boise State wins the game. However, I am taking San Diego State. They will win the game by a touchdown at home. Nebraska, the Cornhuskers, pretty good team, although the record would not indicate that. They're taking on Iowa. I'm tired of them. Same season every season. Uh, I'm tired of the Hawkeyes. Nebraska wins the game by a tutty. North Carolina, plus six at NC State. I am taking the Tar Heels here. NC State wins the game. They win it by a field goal. That means North Carolina covers. I'm taking the Tar Heels, plus six. Florida, Florida State. Florida is minus three. They just fired their coach. They win one for the new coach. They win by seven points over the Seminoles. Baylor is really good. They are minus 14 at home. They're nine and two. Taking on Texas Tech, the Red Raiders. How about that? I have Baylor winning by three touchdowns. They cover. They win by 21 points. 
Wake Forest, the Deeks, minus four and a half. They're at Boston College. I have Wake Forest winning the game by 10 points. Oklahoma State, minus three and a half. They're taking on Oklahoma. Oklahoma State is really good. That defense, I have taken them almost every week. They cover just about every week. They are minus three and a half at home against Oklahoma. Again, a really good defense. I'm taking Oklahoma State. Mike Gundy and them boys to win by seven points. I desperately want to take Michigan and Ohio State, but I have no idea what to do with that game. Anyway, I want to take the game. It's Ohio State minus eight. They're taking on Michigan. Michigan never wins this game, but they're good. They are good. Got to give Jim Harbaugh credit. Michigan is good. You know what? Forget it. I'm taking Ohio State. I'm taking them to win by 14 points at Michigan. How about that? I did it. I talked myself into it. Uh, Let's go to the NFL. The Cowboys minus seven and a half at home against the Raiders. I think the Cowboys, the Raiders are done. Raiders are finished. How about that? Uh, I am taking the Cowboys here. They win the game by 14 points. The Bills, forget about what happened last week. Just like my picks, forget about what happened to the Bills uh, last week. They're taking on the Saints. The Saints aren't a very good team right now. Good defense. Offense is is struggling. I will take the Bills here to bounce back. Bounce back week for the Bills. Josh Allen, the Bills win by 10 points. The Patriots, they were number one in my NFL power rankings. They haven't been in the top five all season, but that's the kind of season it's been. I have the Patriots minus six at home against the Titans. The Titans, by the way, the week before, they were number one. Now they're out of the top five. Uh, What a crazy season. I have the Patriots winning by 10 points at home. Viking, best 5-5 five and five team in the history of the NFL, plus 3 against the Niners. I have the Vikings winning the game outright. They win by 7 points. I'm going faster now because Billy's getting pissed. The Chargers, minus 3 at Denver. I have the Chargers winning the game by 14 points. They cover. Bucks, they're not losing the rest of the season. They're minus 3 at the Colts. Everyone has fallen in love with the Colts. I'm in love with the Bucks and Tom Brady. The Bucks win by 14 points. Bengals at home against the Steelers. Bengals minus four. They win the game by a touchdown. And the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, they beat the Rams. I got my eye on you, Sean McVay. Aaron Rodgers bounces back. Packers win by 10 points at home. Those are the picks. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless football, everyone, and good luck. All right, we have Jabba and Mojo with us here. Uh, Jabba right now has his record for the season. And by season, we're going back two weeks here, all right? Because we cleaned the slate. Jabba is four and six. Jabba finally had a winning week. So congratulations to him. Um, yeah. Chris is six and four. Mojo, who has no idea what the f*** it is he's doing, is sitting at seven and three. I mean, Mojo, how about that? Because <laughs> I know the spread. I know what the spread means. All right, so we're going to get right to the games here because Mojo is short on time this week. Everyone's short on time this week because it's Thanksgiving week and we all want to get the hell out of here, okay? <laughs> so we have the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Cowboys. This is a Thanksgiving Day game. Dallas is minus seven, okay? So, Mojo, you are the leader here. I will allow you to go last here. So, Jabba, you have to go first. You have Dallas minus seven, Thanksgiving Day. Who are you going with? I hate to go with him, but uh, the Raiders have been in shambles, and I think Dallas is going to come off 
obviously that that Chiefs loss, I think we're going to go Dallas. All right, uh, Mojo. I don't want to tell you what to do, but there's an opening here. I mean, <laughs> I, I gotta say, I can't take it. Cowboys on Thanksgiving, and you know me and my points, man. So I'm doing Cowboys <laughs> too. We're gonna have to uh, th- wait till th- the next game to have some division here. I thought for sure you would go Raiders there. Okay, <laughs> another Thanksgiving Day game. Chris took uh, Buffalo here. It's Buffalo minus four and a half. They are taking on the Saints. Uh, again, Chris has Buffalo and Jabba. Uh, I'm sorry, Mojo. I will go to you first here on this second pick. Who are you going with? Oof. Well, I would have said Buffalo, but since Chris said him, I can't agree with him twice. So we'll go the other way. Okay, so you are going to go uh, with the Saints and Jabba. Where are you going here? I'm going with the Saints as well. All right. So Saints, Saints. Okay. Uh, we go to uh, Tampa Bay. The Buccaneers are minus three. They are taking on the Colts. The Colts were nowhere near one of the best teams in the NFL for the first 10 weeks of the season. Then all of a sudden, they beat Buffalo at Buffalo, and they're like everyone's darlings. Everyone loves the Colts now. So... Chris Gronkowski took Tampa Bay because he's incapable of selecting against his brother Rob. He no, took he Tampa Bay. Oh, he you're right. I stand corrected. I stand corrected, Jabba. Okay, he took Tampa Bay minus three uh, over the Colts. And so, Jabba, I go to you uh, first on this game. Who are you going with? You know what? I'm going Colts. You're going Colts. Okay, uh, and yeah. Mojo, where are you going here? I'm going Bucks, baby. Hopefully, Roberto's back, and he'll always factor in. So, I'm going to go ahead and go Bucks. All right, we go on to the next game here. Um, Green Bay minus one and a half. They're taking on the L.A. Rams. Uh, Chris Gronkowski went with uh, Green Bay minus one and a half. Uh, I will go to uh, Mojo first on this game. Green Bay minus one and a half. They're taking on the Rams. What a great game, man. That's going to be a fun game. Mojo, who you going with? Go, Pat, go. Go, Pat, go. Let's go. Job, I don't need to tell you what to do here. You're trying to gain ground. Like, I don't need to. Uh, please, please do the right thing here. I have to, right? Yeah, you have. In this game, a one-and-a-half-point game, you have to, man. It's a I mean, from both sides, too, because they both took the pack, right? Yeah, they both took the pack, yes. Well, you and know what the other that a boy, and you have and you have to gain ground here, Jabba. So this is a good spot to do it, I think. I have to. If they're both on the one side, I mean, at one and a half, it, it's the way the NFL is going. You have no idea at this point. All right, so now we have uh, the Cleveland Browns. They are plus four. They're taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Chris Gronkowski went with the Cleveland Browns. He is uh, he's taking those four points. He loves those four points. I will go to uh, Jabba first here. Cleveland plus four taking on. The Baltimore Ravens, good games this weekend. Yeah, he, he did pick some. There's no terrible games that he picked, but right. Ravens at home, I'm going Ravens. He can shove the points where the sun don't shine. Mojo, where are you going here? Well, since I'm wearing orange head to toe, we're going Baltimore too, bro. You already said it. You were right the first time. <laughs> All right, now two bonus games. We're giving you a couple of bonus games because everyone loves bonus games. Vikings at 49ers. Vikings are minus two and a half. Uh, Chris Gronkowski has gone with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Mojo, who are you going with in this game? Uh, you said it's where? It's uh, at San Francisco. And San Francisco, a very hot team right now. Yeah, I'm taking San Fran just to shove it where the sun don't shine up Chris G, as Java said. 
All right, so Chris G has the Vikings. Mojo has the 49ers. Jabba, the man you're trying to catch, just so we're clear, Jabba, is Mojo. He is the chip leader right now, okay? He's the guy in front. You care more about catching Mojo than you do about Chris Gronkowski. So with that said, who are you going with? Right, but you got to understand, we got 17 weeks. As long as I, I, need, I need chips in a chair. Yeah, don't go crazy. Play, okay. Yeah, but the Vikings are really good. Like, the Vikings are the best 5-5 five and five team in the history of the NFL. I mean, they are. If I'm not mistaken, the, the idea is not to finish in first. It's just not to finish in last. Good point, Mike. <laughs> you, Mike. Well, Mikey. I, I just want to beat Chris G, so I don't really care mm. if I get first. I just want to beat him since he thinks he knows everything. Niners at home are hot, but Minnesota plays well. But you know what? I'm going to go Vikings. Yeah! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right, final game here. I said they were all good games this weekend, except for this one. Panthers at Dolphins. Panthers are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Chris Gronkowski took the Dolphins. He's got balls, Gronkowski. Uh, he took the Dolphins over the Panthers. Now, the Dolphins are hot. They won three straight, uh, and Chris took the uh, the Dolphins. So, Jabba, who are you going with here? Uh, I can't. I got, I'm going Panthers, I think. Uh, they let me down this week, but or last week, but uh, I, I got faith in them. We're going Panthers. And job, it was such a great point you made. I'm acting like every week is the final week. <laughs> There's still so yeah. many. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Really? I don't know why I'm putting so much pressure on you. <laughs> you also have to remember Jabba's son needs to approve these, so. Yes, and you also yep. have to remember again for the third time in about four minutes. I was two and eleven last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mojo, you'll make our final pick here. Go ahead. You have the Dolphins. Uh, you have the Dolphins plus two and a half uh, at home against the Panthers. I am going Dolphins because the Panthers. I think we might need a fact checker on this. Have literally let me down every single time I picked them. And I can't let it happen anymore. So now, finally, the orange head-to-toe is paying off. So we'll go Miami. And right. I like to party there. All right, fantastic. Um, I have noticed here, it's very exciting, that Job has an ice shaker uh, from Chris Gronkowski, a Levitard and Stugatz ice shaker. Um, Mojo, have you sent them uh, any coins? What's going on here? What's happening? Oh, yeah, baby. We got some additions to the Beyond Protocol family, man. We are uh, yes. missing one of them right now, but the other's still here, baby. <laughs> Jabba, what do you do? Go ahead. Promote. Someone promote it. I believe it. You've got to understand, gentlemen, when you have great friends like Mojo and his ability to promote, you kind of ride the coattails. So when you have energy like Mojo, I'm like, hey, let me jump aboard this train and let's see what we can have happen. So Thanks to God Bless Football and Mr. Mojo himself, the Beyond Protocol team has joined a member, and his name happens to be Jabba Chamberlain. So, boys, <laughs> let's keep this streak going. Yeah! Yeah, way to go, Jabba. Congratulations. You finally got something out of this arrangement. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Chris, Chris, we didn't take notes on that promo. We, that that was fantastic. That. that was fantastic. I don't know if we should penalize Chris for not being here and not promote anything he's doing, but Mojo, you love him so much, so dearly. He's a family friend. You're part of the family. If you want to promote anything, Gronkowski, go ahead. Uh, feel free to do it. No, I think I'd like to promote his brothers and everything they're doing, but Chris <laughs> failed this week, so no, I got nothing for him. All right, well, then promote you yourself. You freebies. You got to be here, baby. So I know you got to run here, uh, Mojo. Promote Mojo. Forget about Gronk. Promote Mojo. Go ahead. 
Boom. Well, I don't know how much I have to say after that amazing promo by uh, by Jabba Chamberlain. So all I'm going to say, since I was, in fact, late, just catch me on TMZ Sports, dude. We'll promote promo everything there. That's all I'll say today. Nice and easy. Okay. Uh, guys, happy Thanksgiving to you, to your families. Uh, it's been great. Seriously, this puts a smile on our faces every day. And as we head into Thanksgiving, I want the two of you and Chris to know, really the three of you, but he's not here. Uh, we are thankful for the relationship we have with all three of you guys. You guys are fantastic. And the audience loves you. They love you guys, okay? Well said. Well, before I leave, I will say one thing. I went to the big Maryland football game this week where they destroyed Michigan. And while I was there all day, tens of thousands of people, some people came up to say hello because, uh, you know, I'm Mojo. And some people came up because I played football there. But there was a lot of people that came up because we've been on the God Bless Football podcast yeah. every week to tell me that they've been enjoying our work. So thank you to all the listeners out there and for embracing us as one of your own. Wow, oh, that's very nice of you, man. And I'm happy that's happened, man. And I know it's happened because I know our audience. Oh, by the way, I was thinking that we could pull this off. Let's go to a Maryland game. We'll do a pregame show live from Maryland. Me, Mikey A., Billy Gill, Mojo, Jabba, Chris Gronkowski, and we won't call it College Game Day. We'll call it College Lame Day. How about yeah. that? <laughs> Jabba's in. Jabba's in. And Mojo. If we do it in Maryland, we have to do it at a Nebraska game as well. Done. Done. Okay. I'm in for it. Now, Mojo, feel free to, uh, you know, send me a coin at any point here, okay? <laughs> I mean, I got you, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> You're next, <laughs> I love you, dude. Happy Thanksgiving, boys, to you and your family. We appreciate uh, all that you do for us, okay? Appreciate you Thank guys. You Thank you very much. Everybody. All right, Thanks, man. Charles. God bless football, guys. Thank you, guys. God, God bless football, football, baby. Billy, I love what we've created with Chris Gronkowski, with Jabba Chamberlain, and with Mojo. And in particular, I love Mojo. Mojo, fundamentally, is a good human being, a good person. But to, you, to me, I just I want to ask you, of the three, oh. who, like, no, no, no. I believe there's a media star in there. I think they're all stars, honestly. Jabba's sneaky good. That's all I was getting. All three of them are excellent. They really are. Jabba is sneaky good at this. Like, Jabba can host his own podcast, man. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, he is really funny. He's really smart, and he's engaging. Like, he's he is listening. He corrects me half the time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, all right, we see it. We see eye to eye on something. Finally, you and I see eye to eye. Jabba Chamberlain. <laughs> Jabba's going to be filling in on Stupid oh, no. in like two weeks. <laughs> yes. I feel it already. It's the only reason I said it, just to set it up. <laughs> Got some vacation coming up. Don't want to take some time off. Ah, Jabba will do it. <laughs> Jabba. <laughs> Nothing would make me happier. Uh, Billy. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, buddy. You want to promote DraftKings one more time before we get out of here in the contest we're doing? Billy, again, finally finished in the money, and I finished, uh, I won $8. I think, Billy, you won $6, correct? Yeah, yeah. And most importantly, we sold out the contest. We appreciate all the listeners following along and playing against us uh, on DraftKings. I love the daily fantasy stuff, Billy. We have a contest again this week, right? We do dkng.co slash Levitard. You can compete against us. $3 to compete. I won six, so I doubled my money, Stugats, just like that. 
slowly on my path to becoming a millionaire. Three dollars at a time. <laughs> okay, good. I'm doing it eight dollars at a time. Forget about all the other weeks when I lost. Last week, yes, doubled my money. So there you go. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank Billy. you, Stugatz. All right. Well, God bless football. God bless Thanksgiving. God bless the audience. Everyone have a, uh, a happy and healthy holiday. Enjoy, enjoy some time off. Listen, remember where we were a year ago and really enjoy that time and value time you have with your friends and family this Thanksgiving. I agree. So, guys, also really quick on the way out, if I can, just selfishly on a personal note, I want to thank all the listeners because we had this Thanksgiving food drive that me and my family do every year, and they came really, really strong and helped us out in a big way so thank you guys for that and uh you know happy thanksgiving from from us to you that is awesome i'm uh, i'm happy to hear that i'm glad they came through for you they always do they come through for anything that uh that our show puts out there they're always there for us and uh to our audience thank you uh we would not have made this move and done all this without your support so happy thanksgiving uh, to all of you, and thank you for helping out Billy with something far more important than what it is that we do, which is a food drive for people who need food. So, uh, God bless the audience, Billy. God bless them. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 